there was a community of Gentile Christians that were pursuing God with all of their heart. They had given up worldly possessions. They had suffered persecution, tragedy, including having to bury friends, family, and even children. But they had seen the Lord provide and protect them with his mighty hand and an outstretched arm. So they wanted to thank him for all he had done, but they learned from the Bible that he was a holy God. So they looked to the scriptures to find out how he wanted to be thanked. That is when they came to Leviticus 23. In this week's Torah portion, the Lord tells Moses how he wants the priests to keep themselves holy. Israel was meant to be a priestly nation, and within Israel, the priests were, be, were meant to be set apart to work in the tabernacle. So God was very particular how he wanted them to live, from how they were to bury their dead, how to trim their beards, who could eat the holy food. Then he talks about how to make holy sacrifices. And interestingly, God didn't want the sons of Aaron with blemishes or animals with blemishes in the tabernacle. Why, why would this be? Well, the tabernacle is full of symbolism of the Garden of Eden. It was meant to be a place where man, at least temporarily, could become back to his pre-fall state and commune with God. But blemishes were a sign of the imperfections that came into the world after the fall. But God did not see these sons of Aaron with blemishes as not human or less valuable because he also commanded that they were to eat the holy food even though they couldn't work in the tabernacle. But all this points to you, God is very particular about his holiness. He takes his holiness very seriously. Why? Well, he says in Leviticus 22:31, you are to keep my mitzvot and do them. I am Adonai. You must not profane my holy name, for I will be holy among B'nai Israel, the children of Israel. And I am Adonai who makes you holy, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am Adonai. Then God moves to talk about the festivals. The three coming up festivals in particular stand out to me. Because these are the ones where all the men of Israel were meant to come up to Jerusalem to worship God together. But these three festivals tell the story of God's redemption of Israel from Egypt, from Passover, commemorating the Passover and the Exodus from Egypt, to Shavuot, that we're about to celebrate, commemorating Sinai, and Sukkot, commemorating the dwelling in the desert and God's provision. And these festivals were to remind the generations to come of the great deliverance of God did for the children of Israel. So when this community of Gentile Christians read the story of Israel in the Bible and their deliverance from Egypt, they saw their own story of persecution and God's act of deliverance for them by taking them to a new world. They wondered how did this holy God want to be thanked? Did he want a stiff, stoic type of thanks? Well, they kept on reading. In Leviticus 23, 40, 
It says, on the first day, you're to take the choice fruits of trees, branches of palm trees, broths of leafy trees, and willows of the brook, and rejoice before Adonai, your God, for seven days. They realized that this holy God wanted Israel to celebrate for seven days. Who knew a holy God would want to party? So when, when it was fall in this new world, this community of Gentile Christians finished gathering all their harvest. They came together to have their first Thanksgiving. They modeled it, modeled it after the festival of Sukkot with, and with some of their Native American friends. And just like Sukkot, this Thanksgiving tradition has reminded generations of Americans of the great deliverance God did for their forefathers. And kind of a funny side note is that the uh, connection between Sukkot and Thanksgiving is that the Hebrew word for turkey is hodu, which is to give thanks, such as Adonai, uh, uh, hodu Adonai Kitov, give thanks to the Lord, or give turkey to the Lord, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, but, but what does this mean for us today? It means that holiness and celebration are deeply linked. A story from Israel's time at Mount Sinai speaks of the connection between holiness and celebration. Moses and the 70 elders went up to the mountain into the holy presence of God, stood before him, his throne. They could see him with their naked eye, and they ate and feasted before him. So God wanted them to celebrate, and he wants us to celebrate his holiness because the generations will not remember to make him holy if we do not celebrate him and his goodness. Because these celebrations etch these stories into our souls, and especially for children. They need these times of joy of remembering these stories for it to be built into their hearts. So as we come up to Shavuot, let us remember to both honor his holiness and to fully celebrate his goodness.